What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Bum and Bummer. And I was told to do that intro by someone that wants to hear it again. Because that shit, I used to do that in my first episodes, but that shit was kind of cringy. Because it's like every fucking YouTube channel. What's up, you guys? What's up? What's up? I'm just, I got fucking tired of it. So I'm not going to do that um anymore that was the last time so anyways uh, well yeah it's gonna be an interesting episode it's just gonna be by myself and whatever it's fine you know juan was busy uh lewis was busy uh my other co-host uh my you know beautiful girlfriend maritza so beautiful uh didn't come couldn't come uh we've been busy with work you know like work has been trying to like work as you know like to death like they're trying to like milk us as much as they can before we like die of exhaustion so yeah that's that um so yeah we're gonna have a i'm gonna have an interesting episode i'm gonna have fun i'm gonna just say whatever the fuck i want it's gonna be another reddit advice episode another reddit advice episode and today's first question is gonna be uh this one uh something uh, has to do with jobs all right cool I have a job interview tomorrow and I was told to bring an item that encapsulates what I will bring to the workplace. Any suggestions? That's I and imagine going into an interview for a job and them telling you to come back but with something that proves you're going to bring something to the table. That is cool. That's pretty cool. I wish I I mean I I think I wouldn't take it seriously. <clears throat> Man, I gotta stop smoking. Uh, anyways, yeah, I, th- I don't think I'd take it serious. I probably wouldn't get that job because then, I mean, that thing I would bring is probably be like a, a Magnum condom or something. It'd probably be that. Um, yeah, uh, I wouldn't take it seriously. I probably wouldn't get the job. What I would recommend he bring is um, hmm, something that shows what he'll bring to the table. Maybe bring... Uh, 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 you know, a heavy duty, uh, glad trash bag. And then when he asks, Oh, why, what's up? Why'd you bring, you know, why you, I told you to bring something that encapsulates what you can bring to the office. Why did you bring a trash bag, a glad trash bag? And he could say, well, because I can carry a lot of weight. I can carry a big load in Ed and you got, that's it. You'll get the job. That's how he'll, that's how he'll get that one. Bring a glad, a glad ultra strength, um lemon scented trash bag and you'll get the job so that's that was easy um this one no more no sex questions this one this is not a sex advice one it's gonna be a, a clean one uh hmm okay this one's interesting this one's kind of uh kind of sexual it's not really but anyways i found out that the guy i'm dating is my second cousin Ooh, ooh. oh my inner Italian came out. Oh, hey, no, that's not, that's weird. That's so weird. It says, come to find out my dad and his dad are cousins, making us second cousins. How the fuck do you not know? Like, is your family not close? Like, do you guys, like, did you guys just reconnect? Did your dad and his, what the fuck? My dad and his dad are cousins. Anyways, all right, this information blew my mind. I wasn't sure how I was going to react. What are the fucking odds? You're right. What are the fucking odds? My dad and his dad aren't close at all. There we go. They don't even remember even meeting each other. So the guy I'm dating and I haven't known each other since childhood or anything like that. We didn't even know about each other's existence until we started seeing each other. 
I asked him what his family thought about it and didn't care. He didn't care either. I can't see myself leaving this guy because I'll be lying if I told you the situation doesn't freak me out. So is it weird if we continue seeing each other even though we're related? Okay, so what, I mean, I'm into science and whatever, so, and I have a lot of useless information in here. Like, I know, I know why, we're, you know, why it's not good to drink milk from a cow's udder right away. I know why, you know, this, why it's, why it's colder when the sun is closer to earth and why it's warmer when the sun's further, you know, stupid shit like that. And with the second cousin thing, surprisingly enough, our, my history teacher, my junior year said that you can actually have babies with your second cousin. And nothing will happen to them. Not saying it's what you should do. But if it ever happens, you know, if you ever decide to have a kid with your second cousin, there's no worries. No worries. Uh, no worries other than the fact that, you know, you're going to have to tell the kid, your kid, that your fucking, your parent, his other parent is a, a relative a cousin. A, a third cousin from him. I don't know. It's so weird. So, yeah, I mean, no, nothing, nothing, you won't have any, you know, defects or nothing, you know, it's just going to be a little weird at the family reunion, you know, but yeah, that, you just go for it. Just keep it going. Uh, would it be rude to get in the shower at 2.40 in the morning? Uh, no. Easy. How can I tell my cousin, 17, to stop being weird with his girlfriend, 14? Uh, mm, how do I reveal that I'm circumcised? Wow, interesting question. I don't, I don't know because I am circumcised. How do I reveal that I, oh, that he is circumcised. Oh, that's not much of a reveal. If you were uncircumcised, then you would have a hard time. I mean, I mean, you could tell her, you know, before you see it, it's, have you, you know, have you ever seen a turtle? You know how turtles, when it's cold, they, you know, get in their shell, you know, try to try to explain to them what they're going to see before they see it, because you don't want to shock anyone like that. I mean, and for your sake, you know, you don't want her to go, oh, my God, you know, oh, my God, what is, what is that? Like, you don't want her to go like that. That's like the worst thing you can hear or, oh, my God, where is it? You know, that, that, those are the worst things you can hear when you show a girl your your um, your slinger, your um, your Dodger dog. I don't know. Yeah, just uh, yeah. If you're you're circumcised, so you don't gotta worry about nothing. You circumcised gang over here. <clears throat> All right. Well, next question. My dad strokes between my legs sometimes. It creeps me out. What should I do? All right. All right. All right. All right. Happy Thursday, everybody. Oh, this is gonna be a weird question. I'm gonna read it anyways. I've always viewed my dad as a normal, loving guy, but recently he's been touching me in places that make me feel dot 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 weird. He's been spending more time with me and stuff, asking about my day and hobbies, which is fine. But I know, I'm gonna read it like I've always heard. But I noticed while we're sitting and talking, his hands are always raising near my closet area. Earlier today, it happened again. I tried. No, okay, that's annoying. I tried the. I tried crossing my legs, but he slowly wedged them back apart and kept stroking. I didn't mention it because I didn't want to accuse him of anything, but my heart was racing. I'm conflicted because I love my dad. I know deep down he's not that kind of person, but the way he was touching me gave me the creeps. Am I overreacting? Um, no. That that's actually not over. That's the opposite of overreacting. That's 
that's right reacting that's the perfect amount of reacting because you're not not even your dad like it's sad that you know when people get molested it's usually the one closest to them you know family family member but and then it's always it's almost always not almost always but it's usually maybe a dad or a stepdad or an uncle it's usually those three the three the three uh, amigos of molesting that it's and but the dad is the most hard one to like try to overcome if you ever do but yeah you i mean you crossed your legs and he and he fucking pried them open to try to keep doing what he was doing that's weird you know if you would have stopped and been like oh yeah i mean she's not comfortable with what this and you know that then you know that wouldn't whatever but he you know opened your legs up again and i would say uh I don't know, maybe call somebody like a child protective services or a counselor. Uh, tell them about it because then it could get way worse from there. You know, I, he's just starting, you know. Uh, yeah, please. Like I'm going to like everything, all the advice I'm saying right here in the microphone, I'm going to type in. And, you know, there's a hotline, too, for, you know, protective services. And I'm going to just put that in there. I'm going to just pause the podcast, do all that. Okay, this is a different, this is a way better question. Not better, but, you know, a less uh, creepy question. I'm, and this is something I deal with all the time. I'm seriously considering quitting my stable corporate job to go wait tables. Am I making a mistake? A little over four years ago, my girlfriend's stepdad got me a job manufacturing tubing for medical equipment. The job pays pretty well, about 22 an hour, full benefits, four weeks PTO, all that jazz, you know, blah, blah, blah. I've been trying to keep my eye on the bright side of things, but I feel pretty miserable here. It is the furthest it is the furthest thing from what I want to do career-wise, and I feel like it's emotionally draining me. To the point, it's hard to work on my true passions at home. This is a very analytical assembly line type of job, and I'm very much artistic social persons fucking same same oh my god i relate to this a lot i've been trying hard to make this job work for me but i think i'm at the end of the road i've tried everything and still feel zero fulfillment from this kind of work when i switched the first shift it didn't improve my mood but it took substantial pay cut 15 percent uh 15 differential from working nights which is the account for but um I was talking to my girlfriend who has been in the same restaurant for three years now and think I'd be much happier in that kind of environment. I've worked in restaurants and coffee shops before and I loved it. Interacting with different people was always fun. Uh, honestly, yeah, I think you should do it. Like I, I have, I know someone I'm a coworker with and shout out to him. I'm not gonna say his name because I don't want his boyfriend to hear and then, you know, get mad at me. And it's not like, I'm, I just don't want any more drama at work. You know, you know what I mean? You know, anyways, so yeah, he's dealing with the same thing. And he's not, he's, you know, bored. And he used to work the restaurant life, waiting tables. You know, he said he was really good at it. You know, it helped him with his social, you know, he was really good with people and all that. And it was very exciting. And, you know, it would get tiring, but that's, you know, that's the good, he liked it. Like he liked getting into that. Then he got a job where I work and it's so much different. You work on your own usually, or with, you know, one more other person to other people. Um, you know, it's, um, and he doesn't it, it's boring you know once you go from like fucking racing or like and then just driving uber like it's a big difference it's a really big difference so i mean i think you should just do it honestly yeah just go for it like just do what makes you happy because what the fuck you know like what what why else are we gonna live life it's to mainly feel happy you know it's to or try to look you know for happiness you know i'm shit reading this question i might quit my job 
but one day I'm I, I have this like fantasy where I I win like a, a million dollar maybe a million dollar a little more because you know taxes so if I want a million with California tax laws I'd probably get back like 500 fucking that 75 7 750,000s of dollars so whatever if I had a million and 750,000 you know just for taxes when they take the tax whatever anyways I would, I said, I always said, like, I would degown in the middle of everyone because we wear gowns to like to be clean. I would degown, take off my shit, be like, you know, I fucking, you know, fuck this place, fuck these devices. Um, all these people who I'm, I'm cool with, meet me outside, I got 10 grand for you. Bam. And I don't know why, but that's the only vision I have of like quitting. Like, otherwise, I won't quit. So I need to get to that level so I could quit. And it's, uh, it's been rough. Uh, I'm not gonna lie been very i've been on the edge of of making spell like doing spells from tiktok i've been so trying like i like i've been trying to like make like manifestations i've i bought fucking candles i have crystals now no if this shit works you know then fuck you know thanks thanks to tick thank you tiktok fucking witches thank thank all you witches witches on tiktok and thank you to my girl because she gives me all these crystals you know and and you know it's weird you know what let's put a pause on the advice crystals i'm so sorry but like i'm i want to believe in it like a part of me is like it might be you don't know you're not sure it might be what if you're wrong you know but the other part of me is like you spent 10 fucking 50 dollars on a fucking mineral and on a mineral that i could go outside and just oh there there's oh that's nice you know but it's i'm so sorry like if anyone that, that collects crystals i i just i want to believe i do because it seems like a pretty cool concept like i i carry i get this pebble and you know i feel like i have a big dick like or i feel like i feel like happy like oh my god i'm happy I, my depression is gone like i wish that would be the case but yeah i don't know i feel like that's a little too hard to believe shit my antidepressants are, are barely doing it you know what me holding a pebble gonna do Anyways, I'm talking shit. On to the next question. I'm just ranting. That was a long question. I, ugh. We'll do a quick one. A white guy around black friends. Only advice, don't say the N-word. That's it. That's all you gotta do. Uh, return home to find a plastic glove in my apartment. No idea where it came from. Young female living by my city. Moved here. Building requires a foot. Uh, no. I've had daily nausea, stomach problems, zero appetite for three days years now and haven't gotten any help nope 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 uh don't love my parents anymore yo ho, ho. whoa let me read this one for you guys hi i'm male 17 and i'm about two and a half months into my freshman year of college since i moved here i've had zero absolute zero urge to talk to my parents despite their desperate pleas and anxiety since the summer i found it I found it laborious, oh you fucking pretentious asshole, <laughs> I found it laborious to say to stay in a room with my mom or tell my dad about my day. My parents are wonderful and have always loved me so goddamn much but it feels like I am literally just don't care for them. I know how anxious my mom can be and in the past two weeks I've gotten 40 plus missed calls from them, I didn't answer a single one or even a text message. Last night I decided to call them in the morning and I did, my mom hasn't been able to sleep. She's been praying whole nights, hoping to hear my voice. My dad checked checked into urgent care today because he has a stress fever from Jesus. What the? F Literally, what the fuck? 
How the fuck do you go into the you are the fucking emergency for getting a stress? You can get a fever from being stressed? Well, excuse me. I better chill. And the worst part is I felt almost nothing. You fucking psychopath. I did not I did feel a little guilty that my dad had a fever, but otherwise I didn't care that my parents who loved me with all their heart were heartbroken by me. I've always been a good kid too, their favorite as well. Um Damn. I think either you're a, a psychopath now or, or you're depressed like maybe just they're not you know you're just not feeling anything at all in general like yeah you might be just depressed uh or maybe not you know i don't know that's you're an asshole you're just you're just an asshole uh, my only advice is to just don't be an asshole no more and you know that you'll start loving your parents again you dick you fucking what a horrible person anyways I'm not gonna help that person uh, niece has awful hygiene these are like recent questions niece has awful hygiene ew um, you're gonna have to just be straight up with someone that has bad hygiene cuz like I you know I have a friend a close friend that he would um he would like usually often like stretch his arms up you know pits in the air like he don't care and i would literally smell a mixture of must um if sour had a smell sour and maybe old uh old marinated meat from Vallarta. that's the best way i could describe this guy's pits it smelled like marinated old marinated meat from superior and fucking sweat that's literally what his pits armpits smelled like and i i wanted to fucking jump out the car i want but anyway you got to be straight up and tell him like even tell him that even tell him yo you you smell like if shit threw up like tell him that you, you, yeah it'll hurt their feelings but then they won't want you know to be told that shit again or, or you could just like go up to a stranger and be like, oh my god, what was that smell? Like right when she passes by your niece and give him like five bucks, you know, thank you. You know, you, you know, you'd be doing a good thing. He'll, he'll, I'll do it. If anyone told me, you, hey, say this next to her, you know, please, you know, I will do it for free. Like I, that actually sounds pretty funny. Uh, okay, this one I have. A, okay, last question because I got to like edit and then go to work. And yeah, this is just like a bullshit episode. Anyways, um... How to hold eye contact while not looking as creepy. Remember, you're looking at a person and not just at eyes. Smile a little. Smile a little. Honestly, I find it easy to look them in between the eyes, but I'm autistic, so this might just be me. Damn, am I autistic? Because I have a weird time. Like, I can't hold eye contact for too long. Like, I, I can't even look at, like, lips. Like, I know when I talk to other people, they look at my mouth, they look around my face. I'm just like, the fuck, what would you see? Like, what would you, what, what, do I got like a pimple? I got something in my teeth? You know, but with me, I just, I look at their eyes for a little bit. I look at one eye, one, two, three, look at the left eye, one, two, right eye, one, left, one. And then, you know, it's, uh, I might be autistic. I might, I might definitely be autistic. I might, I gotta go get, I, I guess there's a test for it. I'm gonna go take the test. Hopefully I, hopefully I don't pass. Yeah, anyways. Um, yeah, that's gonna be it for today's episode. Just a quick 20 minute episode, whatever. It's not like you guys listen to the whole fucking thing, but if you do, I appreciate it. I really do. You know, this thing's slowly growing. We're gonna have guests eventually. I'm gonna have 
we're gonna have a three-person podcast with the fourth one being the special guest and it's gonna be so much fun so much fun um and we'll do giveaways we'll do tickets we'll raffle off prizes you know all that stuff soon i'm you know i'm working on it i'm trying to build up to that i'm trying to make save some money so i can start doing that because this shit needs to grow now or tomorrow soon so thank you for listening to another episode of bum and bummer and we'll catch you guys next week on thursdays thursdays at two thank you goodbye